I see what's happening here. <laughs> You're face to face with greatness, and it's strange. I know it's a lot. The hair, the, the bod. When you're staring at a demigod, demigod, what can I say except you're welcome for the moon, the stars, the sky. No, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. What's up? Welcome <laughs> to the Hear This Podcast. We are so excited that you guys are tuning in today. Today is a very special, sad, exciting day for us. Because <laughs> it is Tony's last official day of being a summer intern. Can we call her a, a summer, summer intern? intern. <laughs> oh, it's my dream to be a summer intern. A summer intern on the Hear This Podcast. Yay! Yes. <laughs> so it's sad. Uh uh, today is Tony's last day, but we are excited yes. from the standpoint of we went all summer without hearing uh, Tony's story. We got gl- uh, bits and pieces throughout. We were really excited that we didn't hear it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. And we <laughs> ran out of people. And so today, Tony, we got to hear Tony's story. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but before we get to that point. Right. It's also Tony's last day yeah. of being the current age that she is. Yes. Today, yesterday was Tony's, Tony's birthday. birthday, and so uh, we usually start off the podcast. Hold on a minute, hold no, on a minute. You guys are so wrote, liars. So, nope, nope. And so our producer hooked us up with a birthday cake, and Ty- Tony Tyson and I want to sing to you. We Ready? Sing to you. One, what can I say? No, oh, sorry. Wait. No, 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 no. Wrong song. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Happy no! birthday to <laughs> you. Happy birthday to you. It's not my Happy birthday. Happy birthday, dear Tony. Happy birthday to you. I'm do- you're 28 years old. I'm doing this for the listeners. Thank you. Yay! Um, but I really just want to just tell everybody, <laughs> the 10 people that listen to this, it is not actually my birthday. Thank you what? for it's her birthday forcing yes. Tyson into this joke. <laughs> my birthday is next month, so I expect a bigger cake oh, next month. Oh, wait a second. Deal. Is that why the eight was on the cake? Because it's actually it's actually August. August. Uh, hey, so you need to eat that whole thing during this episode. Mm. So we're excited to have Tony today share a little bit about her story, about her upbringing. Uh, Tony and I, we go way back and way, way back. If you went to or listened to some of the other episodes, we talk about our camp days and just hanging out on the Wapak district. Wapak. Hey, three Wapakers here. This is, I mean, Intermountain's second best, right? Yes, true. I shouldn't say that. I will maybe someday have a job on, on any one of these districts (laughs) and I don't pick favorites. In the meantime, Wapak is Wapak is the was best. awesome. <laughs> now it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, But Tony and I grew up uh, together, miles apart, but experiencing camps together and 
many, many, many district events together. Seattle Mission Day. Ooh. Yeah, dude, true story. Uh, Main event ever? Inside Out. Inside Out. Yep. Yeah. Is that, is that what it was called? It was called yep. Inside Out. That's cool. Dude, our uh, our summer camp was on the beach at the oh. dunes. Oh, yeah. It was rad. It was the so best cool. memories. Yeah. It was a really cool the camp. Minus the the giant, they had this giant metal water slide. It had malaria in it for sure. Yes. What? Dude, I, I remember one year this girl was going down it and her pinky got caught and no. like, pfft. no. Yeah. No longer a pinky. Oh. She like, so she goes like this. Do you think I ever went down High that four. slide? No. That's a straight no. I'd never <laughs> do it. Ever. Ever. I, ever. I actually never did either. Good for you. I was like, smart. I decision. saw that girl get her finger chopped off. I'm like, is I like this, my fingers. Is this Island Lake or is this a different one? No. Okay. Warm Island Beach. Lake has a very long metal slide as well, but it is dope. You get to the end and you like skip across the lake because you're going so fast. Oh, that's if cool. you're small and disc shaped like I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of my one of my goals is to go on a blob. I oh yeah, dude! I followed, the blob is the best. I follow this account on Instagram. Kids getting hurt, and there's like <laughs> there's like all these blob ones, and I'm like, that is awesome. I actually started following them because of your husband. He sent them to me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I, like I see these kids just get launched up in there. I'm like, I can't wait to launch Jones one day. Okay. No. <laughs> yes. That's brilliant. But also when oh, this is such a sad story. My pastor's daughter got hurt on a blob, not even getting launched off of it. She jumped onto it and like rolled backwards over her head at a weird angle and got a concussion. What? Yeah. I don't understand. Lamest way to get home, sent home from summer camp. She <laughs> jumped onto the blob. I, there wasn't even anybody on the other side. Like she wasn't launching anybody. She was getting prepped to get launched. Oh my God. But then she like rolled off at a weird angle, and she was like, "I don't feel so good." And then that was it for her. <gasps> she just didn't want to experience Jesus for the week. That's it. Maybe. Yeah. So Tony, um, have you ever been on a blob? No. Do you ever have a desire to go on a blob? Never, ever, ever. No. Well, I don't like heights, man. Yeah. But. You don't start high. You start low, you and you get sent really high. You do high. have to get up high to get on it. Mm -mm. No, you can roll. You, uh, we can find a way around Swim it. On it. So I have, a qu I have a question for you, Tony. I, I, I think I've met your brothers once, maybe twice. How many? Well, I have one brother. One brother and a brother-in-law. And two brothers-in-law. Because I have oh, two, two sisters. Two sisters, That's right. one yes. brother. Two sisters, one brother. So four siblings all together. Four siblings all together. Split 50-50. Guy and girl. No. Well, because no I'm way. a girl. You're <laughs> hold on. How many sisters did we say? I have two sisters. I thought we improved with our math. One brother. And one brother. And, and I'm you. a girl. So, so 50, 30. I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's one boy. We're going to edit this yeah. out. <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> uh. Tony, what one of your siblings would want to launch you on the blob? Oh, for sure, Kevin. That's my brother. That's your brother? Oh, Which for brother? sure. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. My brother was always the one. Um, he is the antagonizer. Like, he was the very stereotypical, like, older brother to his little sister. <laughs> How much older is Kevin than you? He is, like, two, about two years older than me, okay. but we're, we're a grade apart. So oh, he's, okay. just, he's just a grade older than me. So. Gotcha. Uh, we're so in the the fifty fifty split in your family. <laughs> um, where are you at, like in the order? What do you think? I'm gonna ask Tyson what he thinks. What do you think, Tyson? Where am I at in the order? I this is tough because I'm youngest, and I feel like youngest people have like a tenacity. 
<laughs> yes. A gravitational pull towards one another? Yeah, we have like a similitude, you know, uh-huh. where, like, where <laughs> we all just kind of. Uh-huh. Um, I think you're second youngest. Wrong. Wrong. I'm youngest. Oh. Which is why we gravitate towards That's probably being true. friends, Tyson. Duh. Boom. <laughs> but you still aren't welcome on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. It goes, uh, I have t- two oldest sisters, Kim, Tara, Kevin, me. Boom. Wow. Yeah. What's the what's the age difference between your old uh Kim and you? Seven years. Seven years. And Whoa. like shout out to the best biggest sister ever of the two. I mean, I involve <laughs> both my sisters are the best. That's right. Do they um, listen? Hopefully they'll never listen to this. Um <laughs> m- but I mean best in this sense. My eldest sister shared a room with me throughout high school with her seven younger like seven years younger she's a saint essentially i was in elementary school and she was a senior in high school and she shared a room with me and we had bunk beds guys bunk beds yeah i was on top and i definitely did like even throw up a couple times down and she like still was the best she didn't kick me out what a good sister where would she kick you out throwing up so much (laughs) i i tend to be a Sickly, I don't know. I throw up a lot, man. I sh- the worst. I shared a, a room with my brother. He was four years older than me. I slept on the bottom bunk. The last time I ever slept on the bottom bunk, um, I would lift up on his mattress. Oh, for sure. And all the boards fell out, <gasps> and he came like crashing oh. down on me. Karma, and, man. Dude, seriously, <laughs> he like flattened me like a pancake. Oh, like. <gasps> last time I ever slept on the bottom bunk. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's ooh. Traumatized. PTSD, man. Yeah. Uh, what's your what's your favorite childhood memory with your siblings with my siblings oh man okay so this is like a sweet like oh memory because we definitely did fight a lot i'm telling you mm. we did who won mm-hmm. what no. type of what no, type i don't know okay yeah. we're gonna come back to, we're gonna come back to the question i just I asked. definitely have more questions yeah about what, what kind of fighter are you Oh, I, I definitely, there's video of me like trying to slap and pinch my siblings, but also I was for sure the like tattler. I would run at me like, mom, Kevin's hitting me when I totally hit him too. (laughs) (laughs) I was the tattler. No, one of my favorite memories is, um, the house that I, uh, we moved when I was like seven or eight, but the house that I spent like my like childhood childhood in is, uh, in a forested area in Olympian, Washington. Shout out. Olympia. Yeah. Um, and there's like pockets of trees in the forest. And so we grew up, we made these like hideouts and oh, like a tree it. house. And like we had the Peter Pan hideout nice. that was, you know, and like sitting on stumps and like making homemade bow and arrows. And, like, <laughs> there's just something so cool about growing up a kid yeah. and just like in the middle of the woods. And yeah, yeah. Just in the middle of yeah. nature. And it's just like, I don't know. You can make your place. No, for real. Yeah. No, yeah. Dude, me too. Sharpening sticks. I remember making uh, yeah. homemade bow and arrows yeah. as well. It was awesome. Dude. Yeah. My dad would make us, uh, he would cut slits in PVC pipes and put kite string in them. Oh. And so that was where we got ours. Dude, we Smart. did. We yeah. did ours with bungee cords. Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah. Did, did anybody get impaled? Uh, Well, they're always really blunt. But oh, so you didn't <laughs> sharpen the arrows? Well, no, because it hurt more we if they're blunt. We would have sharpened the arrows. <laughs> and so, but I did have a bow and arrow. Yeah. And we played the dumbest game. Oh, no. We t- played, like, bow and arrow roulette. We literally shot it yep. straight up. And we did, like, the whole who would be the last to run. Oh. We did it three times. Two times, like, success- successfully. Third time, <laughs> it landed on the neighbor's roof. Oh. <gasps> 
My dad saw it. Yeah, it oh. wasn't a good day in the Schultz house. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yep. Last time you ever played that game. Yeah. Hopefully. And my bow and arrow. I never saw it again. <laughs> 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 that one was like a real one, too. And so, like, it went really? way up there. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. Enough about my stories. Okay. But I have four siblings, and so like when Tony tells these stories, I'm like, I can relate you totally so much. Get it. Yeah. yeah. Tyson, do you have brothers and sisters? I have one sister. She's older than me. Ooh. She tormented me when I was a kid. I remember. It's funny that you say the thing about being a tattler. I remember my sister being mad and like Savannah me would up. beat you up, huh? Yes, for sure, all <laughs> the time. I remember her beating me up because when I screamed when she hit me, she accused me of turning my head towards where my parents were to scream, <laughs> and they're like. She's like, uh, oh, you're not like really hurt. You're just whining. And I'm like, no, I'm whining because you're hurting me. Like, <laughs> when, you, when you when you would scream, would Margaret and Dennis be like, Savannah, stop screaming? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, you guys have heard my voicemail, right? No. My voicemail callback is me as a kid, and everybody's always like, oh, did your mom record that or your sister <laughs> or your girlfriend? It's like the highest little girl voice. I'm going to call you right after this. I need to hear Do that. It. I'm going to insert yeah. that as audio for the podcast. <laughs> I think we should do that. Everybody who has Tyson's phone number, call him and just leave, <laughs> listen to the message, and then just don't hang up. So it's leaving him like a 10-minute long voicemail <laughs> yeah. message. Leave me a long, long He'll voicemail of you laughing and laughing at me. So, so Tony, something that my family, uh, what we've started doing, we everyone lives in the same area except for me. I'm the outliner. I know, What's up? I know, I know you have a similar experience. <laughs> But like when you do get together, you, do you guys start telling family stories Absolutely. of like, and are your parents half the time are they like, oh yeah, we knew that. And then the other half, like, are they like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or more, more often it's like you, you know, when you're little, you just see like, oh my gosh, mom and dad are mad. Yeah. But when you're mm. older, you get like the different perspectives of this yeah. was actually really funny or they're like, no, we were <laughs> even more angry. You know, like just, yeah. you get the, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. the adult, like, we'll tell you how that really went from the adult perspective. <laughs> yeah. Or we almost left that vacation right then, you know? What is like, what is the big vacation story? Because I know you said that with a thought in your head. You're like, (laughs) I I hope nobody asked this question. That was definitely a leading question. I was was. picking up on that as well. Okay, okay. So uh, Palm Springs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't remember how old we were. I don't know. I was probably in middle school. Um, I really hope my siblings don't ever listen to this. Um, my, one of my sisters, uh, the second one, Tara was so mad because everybody got to take a shower before she did. <laughs> and so the, sh- the water was cold when Ooh. she got there and she blamed it on my brother. Cause he had just taken a shower before that. And she literally sitting in the shower in this like, um, like condo center in Palm Springs, screaming, <laughs> screaming at my brother and furious and like, Oh my gosh! And my parents were were so mad because she's everybody could hear. I'm sure, yeah. like we're miles yeah. around, miles around, and like I'm pretty sure we almost packed up and went home. It was so bad. That's really funny. torrential, torrential family fight. It's great. So I've had the privilege of meeting your mom several times. She's uh, the best. She is. Shout out to Jana. Jana. Uh, mm. Not only that, um, she's an amazing cook, amazing mom. Um, and she makes the best jam. She does. Janice Jams. Janice Jams, LLC. 
Copyright infringement. Uh, is that is that going to be your retirement plan? No, I really think it is. I think that she's. <laughs> I think that she's going to hopefully do that. The world deserves Janice Jams. I Have agree. you ever had Janice Jams? I've never had Janice Jams. Oh my gosh, Janice Jams are the best. Dude, it's really good. We I mean, they're not healthy the for Janus you, Jams but they're right great. <gasps> are we sponsored by? Sponsored by Janice Jams? Sure. Sponsored by Janice Jams. If she'll make us jam, then yeah. <laughs> Does she have a website we can plug? No, but here's the problem. You can call her. Here's the problem. Jana will likely, she would send us jam, but you would be so lucky if they ever got past Adam because Adam would just eat them all. Adam is a jam hog. Yeah. Dude, Tony was, Tony was like thinking of other people, you know, and all of that. And I mean, even today she made us zucchini bread. bread. Yeah. Recipe by Jana. Yeah. Wow. Jana's recipe. Boom. Double whammy. Jana the baker. And anyways, Tony made my family pop tarts. Shout out to Tree City Tries It. Yes, It'll be launching this up. fall. Uh, but she made us us these amazing toaster strudels. I guess not Pop-Tarts. And Adam ate all the ones with Janice Jam in it. Oh he did. I'm not complaining because they were still phenomenal. But Adam's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. I yeah, thought we were friends. He's a jam hog. <laughs> he is. For sure. For sure. It, it's like he puts in a different bottle that's like, expired three <laughs> years ago that's hilarious <laughs> he he like literally would do that he would do that that's awesome okay so what is what is the story with the jams like it, it was does she have a special process is it a hobby does she well sell she can't em? tell you no, i mean no i don't i mean i don't know that's the thing is that my mom is gonna have to teach me how to do some of these things because i'd need to know for the longevity of our line yeah Uh, no mom was just really good like she grew up in um she was one of 10 kids in a farm family in oregon yeah um big catholic family and um so she just learned a lot of these super useful skills like sewing and canning and making stuff like um (laughs) jamming baking um and she's just really she's just amazing at all you know those things that like you, you like nothing can ever quite live up to the way that your mom does something. Mm. But then when you're older, you realize like, oh, well, there's other ways of doing it. No, my mom's is still the best way of doing all of these <laughs> yeah. things. So she's awesome. Dude, I, that was like the first marital fight I had with Brittany. I was like, that's not how my mom does it. And Brittany looked at me square and I was like, your mom was wrong. And I was like, oh, <laughs> how dare you? My mom was wrong. Was it about loading the dishwasher? It was. (laughs) Oh, I knew it. My mom has such a way of loading the dishwasher, and I don't trust dishwashers anymore. (laughs) I know I'm going to do it wrong, so I just wash everything by hand. That's what I do as well most of the time. Fact. (laughs) So uh, if you guys were tuned into uh, Sunday, you probably saw uh, Zach preach. Hopefully, if you were tuned in on Sunday, you saw Zach preach. Um, And – we were talking about stories of grace and the importance of that. And it's cool. We'll tie in because here we've been talking about stories and we've, we've given them different names, but really they've all been stories of grace in one way or another uh, because grace isn't something that you learn uh, in your head all the time. Necessarily grace is something that you learn in your life. Um, and so Tony in thinking about that, these stories of grace and how, we are shown grace and how we turn and, and show uh, grace to others. Um, we're filled up and we're poured out. What, uh, I don't know, how does that how does that relate to your story? Yeah, I, um, so listening to Zach's message on Sunday um, and then kind of talking about what this podcast would look like this week is I couldn't help but think about my mom. Mm. And, and for me, like, I can't, um, I can't take my story of grace out from like 
my family's mm-hmm. story of grace and my mom's story of grace. Um, and that really, um, uh, the, the, my, the story of grace is generational. Mm. And I'm so thankful for that is that my story of grace fits into a larger picture. And I think especially as I get older, like, um, th- I, th- I think about that a lot. Mm. I think about that a lot. So, um, my story actually, I would say starts with my mom's story. And I, ar- I already said this before, but she's one of 10 kids born into a big, like Catholic family. They're, my family's very German on that side. Mm. So my mom grew up Catholic and I, I, um, some like strong Catholic ties and then some like we're Catholic because our family's Catholic. I don't really believe sort of stuff. So my mom kind of grew up in that, that environment of like they go to church, but they don't really know why sort of thing. Um, and then, um, my mom and my dad were actually high school sweethearts. Very precious. Um, my mom is a year older than my dad, ladies. It's okay. You know, it's okay. Anyways, I like to point that out. Um, he always likes to point out that she's older than him as well. But um, they dated for a while, and then my mom and dad actually got pregnant with my oldest sister before they were married. And when I hear my mom talk about that time, um, she you really get the sense of, like, the fear and the shame, especially with, like, the Catholic roots that she had, like, the shame is a really real thing. Um, and they got married after that and my sister was born. But if, if you hear my mom talk, tell this story, um, she will tell you that she could not erase the feelings of shame and Mm. that she didn't know how to proceed with her life in a right way and raise up this new child in a right way by being like a quote unquote, a wrong person, Mm. um, and having made bad choices and um one day my mom and dad are kind of you know living on their own and um a local protestant church so not a catholic church but a protestant church reaches out to them just kind of happenstance because they're neighbors and they begin reaching out and providing um a place of safety and conversation for my parents and um that and my mom she she just said it was one of those just like it was a god thing just a realization of um, she could see the help and she could see the light and she could, it's like she could see kind of her s- salvation. Um, mm. And her story of grace is really in that she started going to this church. They started going and she actually a- accepted Christ and um, began following like God's path for her. And um, f- that moment and that church's decision to reach out for her and my mom's response to that set up the story of my family and um and me because after that my mom became a children's pastor i mean years later but she began she she poured her whole heart into the church um because it rescued her Mm -hmm. it rescued her from that shame and guilt that she was feeling she poured her whole heart into the church and we eventually moved up into olympia where i was born um that happened in oregon but um and so i was born into a church-going family and I never knew anything different other than when the doors are open at church, <laughs> I am there, yeah. you know? And so I grew up being one of those kids where it was just like these words, grace, mercy, God's love was just sort of like a given, you know, mm. just sort of like something that I always knew existed. And, and I mean, I know for a lot of people who grew are growing up in this church, like you might find yourself in the same place um, that maybe sometimes you can kind of take for granted all that that means. 
um, or not think that you are important in this story. So, so like, I, I mean, my path probably followed very similar to, I don't know, I would assume maybe similar to either of your guys is that I became a Christian. I started going to church. I was involved in my youth group. Um, I ended up going to NNU and, um, like, yeah, yeah, which was awesome. (laughs) And, um, and like I, from, I would say probably middle school, like I was a Christian and like I am, I became a Christian. I believe in God, you know, but all the while knowing that, um, or, or thinking, I would say that there's, I hadn't ever really done anything like super wrong Mm. in my life, you know, um, I don't know. Can you guys relate to that at all? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 One of my first memories is uh, confessing my sins and giving my life to Christ. One of my first memories. Mm -hmm. Like I was like four and like, I don't know, you don't, you don't have a strong conception of right and wrong and things like that. And then that's like, I don't know the, the narrative that I think we're, uh, given to understand our faith Mm -hmm. uh especially when we're young i don't know if it fits our experience very well yeah Yeah. and yeah yeah i mean my my story is very similar except for it was with my dad like he wasn't a christ follower my mom was and my mom just dragged him to church and my mom goes I'm not going to date you unless you're a Christian. But I was like, okay, I'm a, I'll accept Christ. And that's how like he accepted my family started on this path. But my mom was at Jones pastor as well. And for me, I was in the sixth grade yeah. and um, that's when Christ became real in yeah. my life. And, and my story is very similar yeah. as yours, Tony. Yeah. And so like girl, being a teenager and in college, um, not quite in college, but especially through those teenage years, I would always compare myself to people who mm-hmm. had like, very tangibly i could see were were saved and rescued from something big yeah yeah. and especially knowing like learning um my mom's story Mm -hmm. you know i would think i was the older teenager when i learned my mom's story like my mom was saved from something big that's how i thought about it um but in college um i i I mean I, you're kind of forced to grow up as all of us I'm sure did and and learning that um, learning that that's not necessarily the way that it works like mm-hmm. you don't you don't have to be the worst sinner for God's grace to affect yeah. you and and I actually think that sometimes when your sins or when um, the things that you need rescued from are not quite as loud mm-hmm. as some of those um, you know the big stories of redemption when they're quieter and when they're more subtle um it's actually i I don't want to say harder but it's or worse but there's something different about uh thinking that you know like i haven't ever really done anything bad in my life well you're probably lying to yourself about like the roots of what's inside your heart yeah or you just don't see it totally um i think like self-awareness like Mm -hmm. (laughs) with self-awareness comes god's grace because if you actually take a look at what's going on internally how can you not realize that you need God's grace? Mm-hmm. And there was a moment of that specifically in college um, for my story that I always point to as like, um, it hit me in a new way. Mm. Um, it has to do with Adam. Again, shout out to Adam. But um, I, uh, there was a person who um, I had felt wronged me mm. in college. And um, even months later, I was carrying 
anger and resentment and was bad mouthing this person and um i was dating adam at the time and and i'm a pretty happy person like those of you who know me like you know i i i'm not generally the person who's gonna be like man i hate that person (laughs) right that's just not me i I like genuinely like like people Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so adam called me out and he's like what you are doing is not okay yeah God does not appreciate what mm-hmm. you are doing. That person that you are bitter and angry towards is a child of God. And you're not treating them like one. Mm. They wow. are just as deserving of God's grace as you are. Yeah, and you're yeah. not treating them like they are right yeah. now. And I remember that like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't see it, you yeah, know. And right. the, it's those totally. s- subtle things that can grow in you. Yeah. That, um, that just, uh, that can fester for a long time and sometimes are harder to root out right um because they are a part of you for so long yeah, and right. because you think that you're okay mm-hmm. um so in looking at this story of like of grace and redemption like um jesus god saved and redeemed my mom from the decisions that she made but he also saved me neither of us deserved the grace that we were given right Mm -hmm. um but god gave it anyway yeah yeah Uh, um and i cannot separate like who i am and i'm so thankful for the legacy that my mom has left me the Mm -hmm. legacy of Mm -hmm. grace um um i'm so thankful for that and I, i both of those are are equally a deserving of a place in god's story yeah so that's an awesome free dating advice from tony today if you're going to date someone make sure like they're willing to speak the hard truth in your life Mm -hmm. right like to hold you to make you your best self and i think that's our dating advice for whoever's listening to this is like if they aren't willing to speak the hard truth in your life ditch them yeah like i mean like we need those people and they Mm -hmm. should be our loved ones Mm -hmm. speaking to that and just kind of piggybacking off of what you're se- what you were saying about like the idea of honest self-disclosure mm-hmm. uh on sunday you know I, I walked that fine line part of my internal fear was like i don't want to communicate that you have to experience life to experience grace yeah. like yeah. grace meets us where we're at no mm-hmm. matter what we've done right and one of the stories i shared was john four the woman at the well and for me it's one of the most hopeful stories for me personally in the Bible. This woman, she doesn't even realize what she's doing is wrong until Jesus goes like, you need to stop and like truly examine yourself, Mm -hmm. like have that honest self disclosure Mm -hmm. and evaluate um, going back to like what you're saying. Cause I think you're right, Tony, that Mm -hmm. many of us, we go, Oh, I don't have a story. Any story with God involved is anything but boring. Yes. Right. But yeah. I think those that tend to say that, mm-hmm. we often tend to hide more yes. than yes. maybe even, what we care to admit. Yeah. Sure. And even like I think about in my life, uh, there's so much that I didn't know about. Yeah. And um, like especially, I think I've probably talked about this before, but being raised the way I was raised and especially I think – being a boy in America, mm. we're not really taught to understand our emotions very well. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, growing up, I thought of myself as a very cognitive being. And then there's a lot going on underneath that you don't recognize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, yeah, like there is always progress to be made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that part of it is like we're when we're young, I don't think our brains are developed enough. And maybe it's the the way that things are being communicated to us. But I don't know that I had a good understanding of what uh, sin is and like what redemption is. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's not like in the past. It's not like Jesus is covering the things you have done. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not where grace ends. No. I remember when I was a kid, I would pray for Jesus to forgive my sins every day just in case I sinned again. <laughs> like I want to make sure that oh, I, yeah. like if I, you know, if I go to sleep and I don't wake up that Jesus has got me <laughs> yeah. or the rapture happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's not like that. It's, it's yeah. that we're initiating, we're not initiating, we're receiving this relationship that's being yeah. offered. Yeah. And then what that means is that when we come across those rough edges in ourselves that hold bitterness, yeah. Um, or like for me, like arrogance has been a, a big mm-hmm. part of my story that like those are the things that Christ is helping us through because mm-hmm. we're really good at remembering that Jesus died for us. We're not so yeah. good at remembering that Jesus also lived for us mm-hmm. yeah. and lives for us. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, th- that passage, I totally don't remember where it's from. Ooh, Ooh I got bad. You. Test um, my knowledge. You know, like the, the speck of dust in your brother's eye and the plank oh, in your sure, eye. Sure, sure. You know, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. <laughs> Is it the Sermon on the Mount? I don't know. It's in Jackson. Is it, is fact it check. Matthew? I feel like it's Matthew. I, th- yeah, I think it is Matthew. I think it's Matthew. Yeah. Jackson's going to get there. but um, I think the follow-up to that is like the if they ask you to go one mile, go two miles. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Around those things? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. Tunic, you know, give a quote. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Well, well, I think about that in reference to the – oh, go ahead. What's the exact quote? It's not autocomplete. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I don't know. A log in your own eye and a speck in your brother's eye. Take the log out of your own eye so you can see clearly to t- help your brother with the speck in his eye. Yeah. Yeah. Luke 642. Oh, Luke, man. How can Ooh. you say, brother, let me take the speck out of your eye while you yourself fail to see the beam in your own eye? Ooh, what about yeah. other Gospels? Is it in other Gospels accounts? Let me check. <laughs> it's all good. Luke Don't worry about it. <laughs> is the Sermon on the Mount I- uh, in according to Luke. Luke? It is also in Matthew. Hey, oh. Five? Seven. 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 Oh. Was another odd number, yeah. but it's like I—I I, I mean, the point being that like none of us are exceptions to the fact that you've got something in your eye. Yeah, and and the fact that there's anything in your eye, metaphorically, right? <laughs> like you need Jesus. Yeah. Like, and and that is any story of you of a person needing Jesus is yeah. a story worth telling. Amen. Oh, that's good, Tony. If you could, hopefully, you didn't just. Use it right there. No, I there. didn't. Okay. I didn't. If you could sum up your story in one phrase, what would it be? Okay, so it's this. Your story is neither too big nor too small for God's grace to cover. Mm, that's wow. Good. That's awesome. Sweet. Sweet. Well, Tony, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Yeah. I can't believe it took us so long to get to <laughs> your story. Uh, so this is super awesome. This is like you're the capstone of our little story <sighs> series true mind cool. blown but yeah. we're going into this new series coming yeah. up do you want to tell us a little bit about it sure uh it's going to be called race in america and uh pastor zach myself and our guest Liseho, we're going to be having um an in-depth discussion about just what the title says race in america mm-hmm. and i'm really looking forward to um this series and discussing this because um, I 
believe that it's the church's job to not pretend like hard things in our world don't exist, Mm -hmm. but to actually confront these things and have good, meaningful discussions about them. And especially for you young people listening, like we, I want you to know that your church sees what's happening in the world and we're not afraid to talk about it head on. So um, I'm really looking forward to um, everything that comes out of those discussions. Cool. Tony, before we end today, happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's birthday. not happy birthday. birthday. Ha- Next month. Happy birthday. <sighs> we'll, ge- we'll get you again in a month then. Okay. Uh, but know that you will always have a seat on the Hear This Podcast. So Tony's going back to school. Yay. Well, going back to teaching. Right. Uh, you know, school. know that uh, if you ever want to join Tyson and I, they're- I'll call in sick. What? Oh, oh. Don't tell her. Rebel. <laughs> Listen, students, you heard it. Sometimes teachers do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you again, Tony. It's been awesome to have you on. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, we hope that if you don't take away anything else from everything we've talked about today, if you hear nothing, hear this, that you are loved uh, you're loved by the people at this table, uh, by the people in this church, your your youth staff, your church family, uh, and most importantly, you are loved by God.